0: Hi, welcome to Bookie, which unlock big ideas from world bestsellers in audio, text, and mind map. Please download Bookie at Apple Store or Google Play with more features, get your free mind snack now. Today we'll unlock the book The Hot Zone: a terrifying true story. It is a non-fiction about Ebola virus. The author describes the Ebola virus as a slate wiper in humans, which can cause more damage in 10 days than AIDS could do in 10 years. How terrifying is it exactly? Stephen King, an American well-known horror novelist once called the first chapter one of the most horrifying things I've read in my whole life. The Ebola virus is extremely dangerous to primates. You don't know what you might have touched one day, but suddenly you'd have headaches, stomachaches, backaches, red eyes, followed by nausea, fever, and vomiting. First you'll throw up red mucus with black specks, then your facial muscles will droop and the connective tissues melt, as if your face is falling off from the skull. After that, multiple organs will fail to work, along with non-stop bleeding, melted brain tissues, and eventually depersonalization. Your personality will be wiped away by the brain damage. Some patients will become agitated as if they've got rabies. Others will lose their mind, rushing out of the hospital wandering on the street looking for home, not knowing what happened or why they became like this. In the final stage, the patients will fall into incessant spasm, gushing out vomit, red blood and black curd altogether. Some even discharge their internal organs from the anus. By then, the sly virus will quickly escape from the patient's body, looking for its next host. The Ebola virus is like a serpent that mysteriously appears and disappears in humans' world time after time. Until today, humankind has not found a way to completely defeat this perilous virus originated from the tropical rainforest. According to the author of this book, Richard Preston, the more terrifying thing about Ebola is that the virus can now reach any city on Earth by plane within just 24 hours. Today, airlines are connecting all the cities around the world forming a network, and once Ebola enters this network, its damage will hit human race in every corner of the world. What is Ebola virus? Where did it come from? How can humans fight it? The author of this book Richard Preston is a contributor for the well-known magazine The New Yorker. To finish this book, Preston flew all around the world to interview the people that know the most about Ebola. He even went to the places where the virus has originated in person. In this book, Preston truthfully revealed the story of how humans discovered and fought against Ebola from 1976 to 1993. After publication, the book has been at the top of the New York Times nonfiction bestseller list for 61 weeks. As one of the most influential nonfiction classics about Ebola, it's been translated into more than 30 languages and sold all over the world. Preston also won the Champion of Prevention Award from the United States Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. He was the only person in history who isn't a medical doctor that's received the award. In this bookie, we will learn about the hot zone in the following three parts. Part 1. Discovery of Ebola. Part 2. reemergence of Ebola. Part 3. Ebola's Origin and Future. What do you know about viruses? Many people know that they are a type of microbe and invisible to the naked eye. Most of them can only be seen under an electron microscope. In medical terms, a virus is a special organism that doesn't have a cell structure. Its structure is very simple, consisting of a protein coat and the internal genetic material. In the bookie of A Planet of Viruses, we've explained that viruses are everywhere in our life. There are a large number of viruses in our living environment, in the air, in the water, and also in our bodies. Some viruses can coexist with humans, but others can be deadly. Ebola is one of the deadliest viruses to primates. How did humans discover the Ebola virus? The story started with its sister the Marburg virus. Marburg virus and Ebola virus are both phyloviruses, and they split up in the evolution chain about 16 to 23 million years ago. Marburg virus was in fact the first phylovirus ever discovered by humans. It all started in Germany. In an old city called Marburg in central Germany, there is a pharmaceutical manufacturer called Bering Works. Because the company was producing vaccines using the kidney cells of African green monkeys, it regularly imported monkeys from uganda in august 1967 Bering works imported 5 to 600 monkeys two or three of them carried an unknown virus but showed no symptoms soon the virus began to spread among the monkeys and several of them crashed and bled out not much later the virus began to infect other species and suddenly appeared in the human population of the city in just a few days Many patients died from shock after experiencing raging fever, clotting, and spurts of blood. For doctors in Marburg, it felt like the end of the world. According to reports, there were 31 people infected with the virus, and seven of them died. Later on, researchers found that unlike other viruses that are ball shaped particles and look like peppercorns, this newly discovered virus looked like strands of tangled ropes, hair, worms, or snakes. For this reason, it was named filovirus. According to the location of its discovery, the first phylovirus humans ever encountered was named the Marburg virus. The death rate of Marburg virus is about 25%. That means even in the best hospitals where patients are put on life support machines, Marburg virus can still kill 25% of the infected population. Marburg virus was an extremely deadly pathogen, but it didn't take long for a more terrifying virus to appear. That is the sister of Marburg virus, the Ebola virus, which is also a phylovirus. The first Ebola outbreak happened in Sudan. On July 6, 1976, near the fingered edge of the Central African rainforest northwest of Mount Elgin in southern Sudan, a quiet and unremarkable man named Yuji went into shock and died with blood running from the orifices of his body. UG was the first confirmed case of the Ebola outbreak in Sudan. At that time, medical staff did not have the practice of sterilizing needles before injection. Through those needles, the virus quickly spread to other patients in the hospital, and then to the medical staff and their family members. The infection chain continued to grow. Following the chain, the vast majority of cases in the Ebola Sudan outbreak can be traced back to UG. This dangerous virus strain from him almost eliminated the entire population of southern Sudan. The Ebola Sudan strain with a fatality rate of 50% was twice as lethal as the Marburg virus. In other words, half of the people infected with Ebola Sudan had died quickly. If Ebola Sudan had spread to Central Africa, it could reach every corner of the world through the airline network. But that did not happen. For some unclear reasons, the plague gradually subsided and the virus disappeared. Is it because the death rate was too high and the patients were dying too fast, so there was not enough time for the virus to infect other people? Or is it because the virus cannot spread through the air, so it's not infectious enough to cause a disaster? Either way, the crisis in Sudan was quickly over before most people around the world even knew about it. Then, there came the Ebola outbreak in Zaire. In early September 1976, two months after the outbreak in Sudan, the Ebola Zaire virus emerged in another area near Mount Elgin. It's nearly twice as deadly as Ebola Sudan with a death rate of 90%. We will never understand why nature created a monster like this. It suddenly appeared among us and slaughtered humans without any mercy. To this day, scientists are not able to identify the first human case of Ebola Zaire. We only know that the virus started from the Yambuku hospital run by Belgian nuns. One of the patients was carrying this terrible virus and received injection at the hospital. The virus was then passed on to other patients through the unsterilized needles, and continued to spread across and within those families. In the end, the Ebola epidemic broke out in all 55 villages around the hospital. In some families, nobody had survived. At that time, People called this disease the epidemic. To this day, we still don't know which patient touched or ate what that carried the Ebola virus which eventually led to the Ebola outbreak in Zaire. The World Health Organization formed an international team to prevent the Ebola outbreak from spreading further. It was the rainy season, and every village had roadblocks made of felled trees. This kind of reverse isolation is an ancient African tradition to cut off the villagers from the outside world and protect them from the plague. The hospitals were quiet as graveyards. In the infected villages, people waited to die in the huts, which were later burnt down after they passed away. Fortunately, the virus never spread into the city. It gradually subsided on the headwaters of the Ebola River, and the crisis passed. Well, that is the first part of this bookie. Marburg virus and Ebola virus are both filoviruses. Marburg virus is the first discovered filovirus and an extremely deadly pathogen with a death rate of 25%. Yet it's just one of the mildest among the filoviruses. Following the Marburg virus, the Ebola virus broke out in Sudan and Zaire one after another. The death rate of the former was 50%, and for the latter, as high as 90%.